Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying Hosea, Hosea 8, Parakhes, that's the 8th chapter of the book of Hosea. Um, just a quick reminder, the last chapter in 7, Hosea, the prophet, uh, criticized the people for turning to everywhere else but God for help. And... Um, and the fact that they were steeped in deceit, deceiving themselves, deceiving their leaders, pretending to be righteous when they were anything but. Uh, with that thought, we continue with more criticism, more uh, rebuke, more words of rebuke um, on a similar theme. And Hosea goes ahead and starts as follows. This is verse 1. El chikicha shofar. Put a horn, a, a shofar, a ram's horn, to your mouth and blow. Um, in other words, this is an announcement. Make it known, make it well known. Raise the alarm. Because, kanesher al beis Adonai, there is an eagle, or an, a nesher is often translated eagle. Uh, it's probably more accurate to translate it as a, a vulture. Um, but either way, a large bird that is about to attack al base over the house of God. Ya'an of Rubrisi, because the people have transgressed my covenant, the Al Torah si Pasha'u, and over my Torah, my teachings, they have been negligent. They have not kept my teachings, my Torah. So there's about to be an attack. So blow the horn, just like there's a horn of an alarm. Sound the alarm. Li Izaku. To me, they cry out. There's several ways to translate Li Yizaku. According to the Radak and the Matsudos, this means they should have cried out. Right? Li Yizaku, they should have cried out. Elohai, my God, Yida'anucha, Israel, your people Israel, know you. That's what should have happened. That's one way of understanding this Pasuk. Another way... Um, to understand this verse is Li Yizaku. They will cry out. The people will cry out to me one day in the future when the exile is over. A third understanding, which is consistent with the Abenezra, is that it's a it's more of a command. Li Yizaku. To me, they should cry out. Because that's what they should do. And they should cry out, Yisrael. I'm gonna go with this third explanation, mostly because it fits better with the next Pasuk and with the entire theme that's been going on that he's instructing them you should but you're not zonach yisrael but rather instead of doing what they should do says verse 3 zonach yisrael tov israel has left they left what was good for them in other words i just told you what you should do but instead you have abandoned what would have been good for you oyev yirdafu and therefore the enemy is coming yirdafu and therefore coming to chase after him which is the reason for sounding the alarm. What did the people do? If we look at verse 4, what did they do? They made kings for themselves. We're looking at the people of Israel in the northern kingdom, and as for anyone that has studied the Torah, the Tanakh at all would know, that every short period of time, one king would go, another king would come, and they were all evil. They were all bad. They all failed. 
Because they, when they made their leaders many, it wasn't from me. They didn't look for a leader who was, who was from me, God says. They didn't look for a leader who was faithful to me, whose goal was to increase service and worship of me, to, to, uh, whose goal would be to increase uh, fulfilling the things that I am teaching you. The things that the Navi Hoshea, the Prophet Hoshea has been teaching us. MS, truthfulness, Das, knowledge of God, Chesed, kindness. These are the things, kindness to other people, uh, um, Mishpat, justice. The things which Hoshea has been teaching, they didn't find kings to teach that. Rather, Hesiru Yadati. when they looked for their Sar, their Hesiru, this is with the sin, they made officers over themselves. And I did not know about it, God says. They didn't consult me. They made officers in their corruption. Because kaspam uzahavam asulahem atzabim. They made their money, their gold and silver as the idol. That's when they chose kings. They chose kings based on gold and silver. Who's going to make them richer? They based all of their decisions on economy so on but nothing was based on justice on who's right on pointing a king who will lead them in kindness who will lead them in truth and what happens when you choose leaders that are untrue that are that don't keep the truth leaders that don't lead people in a path of kindness to others people that don't lead others uh, the people in a path of das of knowledge of god knowledge of the world around us what happens in order that what the result end result would be that people would get cut off the nation would get lost and what happened your calf the calf that was set up in samaria by the northern kingdom the calf that they worshiped has um he rejects it. He throws it away. God says, I am therefore angry. I am furious, angry at you, the people, at them, at the people. Will, until when will they ever be capable of, of purity, of cleanliness, cleanse themselves of, this, of, this, of these lies, of this deceit, of the things that Yoshea has been criticizing until now? When will it ever happen? Instead, they set up this, this, this idol of nonsense. Kimi Israel. It was this this calf was not something that I created, it is not something that I did, God says. It is not certainly not representative of me. It is something that the Israelites of the Northern Kingdom did. It was created by a carpenter who made it. Elohim, who it is not a god, it's a nothing. Kishivavim it's gonna end up in a pile of splinters like any other piece of wood. Egal Shomron, this calf that they set up in Shomron. When you, when you waste your energy on building ruach, on building something that is wind, that is nothing, that is just air, the sufasa yiktsoru, in the end what they're going, when they plant, and if that's what you work on, if that's what you plant, if that's what you sow, what you will reap is, is, is just a, a lot of wind, or just a whirlwind, just a lot of wind. They will not grow any crops from what they've sown. They're going to have the crops that they grow. Will not, they will not ever get flour from it. And even if they do grow a little bit of result from their work, in the end it's going to be eaten by strangers, by others. They'll never even benefit from the little bit that they do get. Israel is, is, is swallowed up. They, 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 they've become nothing. They've become just like everyone else. Their entire special mission, what makes them special and different, is gone. Now they are just among the nations. 
They're just one of the nations, and if that's all they are, they are like a vessel that no one desires. They have nothing to offer. The thing which made Israel special is gone. They have nothing else to offer the world around them. They're just like everyone else. Because what did they do? Kihema, instead of turning to God, Kihema in verse 9, Alu Ashur, they went to, to Assyria to, uh, to, to look for help, to assign, to sign allegiances and, and, and treaties. Perebodedlo, they are now like a perebodade, like a wandering uh, donkey and wandering wild ass that wanders around looking for a herd, but it has no herd because no one is interested in it. It's looking for someone to join, and there's nobody to join. Um, the um, the uh, um, this reminds of 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 of, of Yishmael, the son of, of Abraham, who was a pere adam, yad kol adam bo. That that every he he was upon each person and every person was upon him it's just a wandering lonely donkey never able to make relationships with anyone else because that special thing that he has to offer he's not offering he's just being like everyone else Ephraim Ephraim is going to try to find and make treaties with with nations that with 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 friendship He's trying to make treaties with other nations, but this is not the way. This We had in the book of Isaiah over and over and over again how important it is not to sign these alliances because these countries don't represent our values. They don't represent what we stand for. What we stand for is God. We're supposed to stand separate and say, no, we stand for justice. We stand for righteousness. And in the book of Hosea, we stand for truth. We stand for kindness, chesed. We stand for das. So... So signing allegiances only makes us subservient to those that believe in everything but what we stand for. What did Ephraim, no, I skipped a, a verse, verse 10. But even when they do make these, this Yisnu is a word language of Tanai, of an agreement. Even when they make these agreements with the other nations, now I will still gather them. I will still bring them back. However, they will, um, they will become weakened a little bit because of the burden that the kings and the princes that they sign allegiances with are going to put upon them because they're going to end up being subservient to them. But I will bring them back. But now why will they suffer? Because Ephraim has built so many altars to sin on. Altars to to foreign gods. Hayulom is b'chos lachato. All of those all of those altars have been sources of sin. Echtav lo rubei Torah. See, I have written for him so many teachings in my Torah. God says, I told him, I gave him the instructions, but they kimozar nechshavu. They looked at them as if they were strange books. Instead, they looked to Assyria. They looked to other sources. They looked to other countries, and they looked to build foreign altars. Zivchei havhavai and their and their um, their sacrifices that they try to when they come to serve me, those sacrifices are nonsense. They're nothing. They're simply just meat that they're bringing sacrifice, and then they go eat. But God, He's not interested in them at all. This is not the way. Now these the sins are what He will remember. and He will remember and 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 punish them for their sins. 
because Hema Mitzrayim Yashuvu, because they turned to Egypt. They looked to Egypt for alliances and teachings and subservience. They looked to Assyria for, for those things. But rather, God says, but I taught you. I taught you the Torah. You have what you have. But instead, and you think you're just going to bring sacrifices to me? That's nothing. When you're a sinner, sacrifices mean nothing. By Ishkach Yisrael HaSoseyu. And Yisrael, by going to Egypt, they forgot their maker. They forgot their God. By Yivan Echalos. And they built temples instead of, built, instead of coming to serve me. By Yehuda and even Yehuda. Instead of looking to me, Yehuda went ahead and fortified their cities. Got them ready for war. I am going to send fire in their cities. And their fortresses will be consumed. This could be a reference to Judah and the Assyrian onslaught, which was going to come soon after this prophecy was said. That the onslaught was um, was uh, of uh, uh, most of the cities of Judah had had been fortified, ready for the Assyrians, got destroyed in the Assyrian onslaught. Although Jerusalem and ultimately the kingdom was saved. Um, and and also this, the the cities of the northern kingdom which are going to be destroyed. So this Vishilachti Eshbarov can refer to either of those. Thank you so much for listening to Hosea 8. Looking forward to studying Hosea 9 together next.